especially in the car industry, there's this this sometimes black cloud that hangs over the industry as a whole because people don't like the negotiation process. Right. And and so it kind of, kind of becomes this one-sided thing where it's we know a customer doesn't want to negotiate and we and because we know that we keep trying to come up with different things to say different things to do different things but it's really just us doing all the talking to try and get in front of their apprehensiveness you would suggest try try and figure out how to turn that around let them do the talking figure out how to open them up yeah absolutely get the other side talking people get apprehensive because they envision uh, an argument a fight a battle conflict and this book and this style is really about getting on the same side with the person that you're interacting with. Because in point of fact, why are the two of you talking? You're talking because you're both faced with different aspects of, a, of the same problem. So, in fact, a, a better outcome will come from a great collaboration. And as soon as you can transform your thinking from battle to collaboration – then that begins to transform how you approach it. Why do we as organizations, though, I mean, what is it about us that causes us to just want to be kind of more in an offensive play than anything else? Well, it's it's not just organizations, it's people. I mean, we're wired to be worried about combat. We're wired to be to be negative, which is going to cause us to think about combat. I mean, the wiring that's in our brain from the caveman days, you know, most people have heard of the amygdala and they refer to the amygdala hijack or when you see red or whatever, whatever any of these things are. The wiring that was given to us, however many years ago, we crawled out of the ocean and became a, a species was designed to keep us alive and it had to be overly negative. That wiring is still there when in fact we actually live in, a, in an abundant positive world but we can't get away from our caveman reactions hmm right we're, we're hard, fixed beliefs and hardwiring right right which re- requires a relatively consistent but not complicated effort to overcome and, and then you you build the habit of consistently overcoming that wiring then in a short period of time, roughly three weeks of consistent application, then you overcome it. Hmm. And that goes back to the, what is it, the average amount of time it takes to make or break a habit? Exactly. That- you know, and, and there's some, there's some, now that we have neuroscience, there's some wiring explanation behind it. It's the number of times you fire a, a neural synapse to create a good solid, solid wiring connection. And then all, then it does require maintenance after that. It's like put, putting a rocket ship into orbit. It, there's not as much effort required to keep it in orbit, but there is some effort required or you fall out. Sure. Now, this makes me, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about a couple of different things you've said. So being mindful of just human behavior, reading signs, reading body language, uh, you know, paying attention to, I guess, self-awareness, paying attention to what feelings you're getting or what you're picking up on. So there's that. You also mentioned Warren Buffett as it pertains to negotiations and creating a better deal, how he would sit and listen in order to extract all of the information or data that he needed to make good decisions or make a good deal happen. But, but what does that really look like? So, so if you're walking into a room where you know it's a business meeting or you're walking into a hostage negotiation with a terrorist, 
I mean, is there a starting point? Is there a way for you to kind of manifest your expectations or or do you just kind of hope that by sitting down and listening, things will go your way? Well, yeah, you want to demonstrate right off the bat that you're there to listen and you want to extract information in a way that doesn't feel like they're you're extracting the information and it's a little bit different approach. It's getting, it's actually getting away from questions. Now I'm going to give you a line, an opening line that you could put, you could use in a business deal. You could use in a discussion with your spouse and I'm not drawing any analogies here, but you could use it with a terrorist as well. All right. No analogy between spouse and terrorist. Anybody who runs off in that direction. All I can say is that's on you. Uh, but imagine, disclaimer. Yeah, as a disclaimer. Imagine this. If you say, seems like you've given this a lot of thought, who could you not say that to? Hey, congratulations. You made it to the end of this little nugget of an episode of the Dealer Playbook podcast. Now, if you want to listen to the full episode, head on over to thedealerplaybook.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast player. That way you can get notified every time a new episode goes live. You can also stay up to date with everything DPB by connecting with me over on the Facebook page. All you have to do is search for The Dealer Playbook and then click like or follow. And then, of course, I'd love if you connect with me over on LinkedIn by searching for my name, Michael Cirillo. Now stay tuned because in another couple of days, I'm going to hit you with another full episode of The Dealer Playbook podcast. 